The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Christy Nielsen is on the line and we're going to talk about her book, The Power of Elite Teams. How are you today, Christy? Doing well. Thank you very much for having me. So what was it that inspired you to write this book? I had a lot of terrible bosses. Like, let's just be honest. I'm one of those people who, you know, I was I've had civilian jobs. I was in the military and I kept having really terrible bosses and I just got kind of tired of it. And I thought, all right, something should be said about this. And then somebody I really respect dared me to write the book. They said, look, you have all these thoughts. Why not write them down? I thought, well, that's a novel idea. Maybe I should try it. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> and it literally was a novel idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean by elite teams within the workplace? What I mean is it's about having the team around you that trusts each other. They trust their leadership. They're not going to cut and run when things get difficult. I mean, you just look at the last couple of years. You know, we had so many changes because of the thing we shall not name. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this new generation coming up in the workforce and they're very loud. And a lot of people were like, I'm not coming back to work. The companies that didn't really have to worry about that so much were ones where people genuinely enjoyed coming to their jobs. They liked showing up to work. Their bosses weren't worried about, oh my goodness, I'm going to lose my entire workforce because I don't value them. They come together to achieve a shared mission. They've got some common values and they're dedicated to improving themselves to accomplish that mission, not just for themselves, but for their their teammates. And that's what I'm, I'm talking about when I mean elite teams. I mean, those who will go above and beyond. And at what point did you realize that some workplaces lack that leadership and team building? My very first uh, job post-military, um, I had come from working alongside the U.S. Navy SEALs with the Naval Special Warfare Command in the U.S. Navy. And I was working for what I thought was going to be a really strong company. They were all about team building and relationship development. But my boss was really not an effective leader. And I could see the cracks that he was causing in our team. You know, people weren't really trusting each other. There was really breakdown of communication. No one really understood what was in their wheelhouse of responsibilities. And I thought, this is this is probably something here. But I let's 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 see. Let's see. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not fitting in right. 
Is it quite hard to adjust to your new life in general after being in the military? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm one of a hundred veterans, you know, you could ask and 99 of us would say, yeah, it was difficult because, you know, a large part of my life I'd been in uniform and I had to figure out who I was again without that uniform on, without, you know, being told what my mission was. Um, and it was really strange too, because I was one of these kids who knew I was going to join the military, um, from a very young age. And then suddenly like I, I left and I was like, oh man, like, have I, like, was I just the uniform or am I something else? And so I went on, you know, things seem to move slower in the civilian world, a bit more complicated, um, more egocentric kind of thing. And it took a lot of time and a lot of work to feel as though I had turned the military part of my life into a chapter instead of it just being my whole life. I was able to to sort of switch how I was viewing it. And what was it that made you want to join the armed forces initially? Initially, um, I was a I was an expat kid. I was living in Hong Kong in 1994, and the USS Carl Vincent, this big aircraft carrier, pulled in for a port visit. And my fifth grade class, ooh, showing my age, fifth grade <laughs> class, um, got to go on a field trip. And I thought this was the coolest thing I could have done. You know, I was sitting on sitting on the bridge, sitting in the CO's chair, and I was looking out over the flight deck. And there was something about the smells and the sounds. I was like, man, these people came from all the way across the other side of the world on this boat, and they're getting to do some really cool stuff. And then later in life, I, I found the connection between a generational tradition. You know, my great-grandfather served in World War One. All three of my great-uncles served in World War Two. My dad was in uniform for a little while. My older brother was in the United States. Marine Corps. So maybe it was something in my blood, but what really solidified it was, you know, I was 18 when 9-11 happened and felt like I, I needed to do something to help and try to serve and be part of a force for good somehow. And do you think that working in a team in the special forces is similar to that in the workplace? Or as you say, is it in some workplaces completely different and maybe they should learn a bit from the special forces? I, I don't think every workplace has, you know, has something to be like, oh, we're going to be the special forces team. I think there are yeah. lessons that can be learned um, about how they operate that these business leaders could sort of try to emulate, you know, like about making sure you've brought the right people together to accomplish something. And I think majority of workplace teams are simply trying to get by to get to their paycheck without killing each other, um, as opposed to really working together to achieve something bigger than themselves. So I don't know. There's something that can be learned, but I do not think that at the moment every civilian business is operating at that level. But I think there's a real opportunity to change that and to lead better than than we were led. So how do you think this book can actually help businesses be successful? I think it can help because I talk a lot about how leadership has has to change to reflect this new way of we're, we're working, where you know these new expectations, um, and it really is about showing how to make sure that you are setting yourself up for the best success, um, and that looks success looks different to everybody, but really it's about empowering business leaders who maybe have not had the greatest experience with leaders in the past to really reevaluate what it is. They 
they want and how to bring in the right people to help them accomplish it and then lead them effectively. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you can you can gather the greatest people in the world, but if you don't know how to lead them effectively, you won't succeed what you're hoping to succeed. So it's it's a delicate balance. And I want to really address the changes that have happened in the workplace, empower these business leaders to think about things a little bit differently, maybe put their ego to the side and really understand what it is their team is expecting of them and then how to show up and support them and empower them to succeed so that then ultimately the business can succeed. Teaching leadership and team building, is this a profession of yours as well, by the way? It is. Yeah, it's something I'm, I've am i helped people out with a lot. Um, I love talking to people about their challenges in their workplace. You know, are they are they struggling? Are they doing okay? It's something I help people with. And it's also something I'm quite passionate about because we it, it, there really is a moment now happening where the boomers are leaving the workforce and there's a lot of millennials and Gen Zs that are taking that place and they're going to dictate how business is done. And I really want to help people be prepared for that. Well, have you got any more books on the way after this or anything else that's coming up? I have another one that's going to be called On the Merits of Leadership and it's going to be evaluating the great servant leaders of our time and the lessons we can learn from them. Excellent. And in the meantime, where are we able to find this book, The Power of Elite Teams? This book will be available on Amazon here very shortly. And also I will be appearing at the London Book Fair, uh, April 18th, 19th and 20th. Nice. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great talking to you. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com The throbbing pulse of sound The Toby Gribbon 